Como estas, my brother? Ah, como estas, mi amigo? <laughs> hey, man, what is going on? This is the man's the one, and that is the man in the middle, Big Storm. And this is the state of basketball. Man, what is going on, man? This, oh, man, there's so much to talk about. I don't even know what to start with. Let's just go with, how are you doing, big fella? <laughs> doing well, man. Settling in uh, to my new uh, employment circumstances. Um, other than that, just I can't believe. How about this? How about our daughters are about to be seniors? Like, I, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that situation, but. Uh, yeah, it's getting closer and closer. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't want to bring that up because I was talking to her the other day when she was talking about her vitals. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I said something like, hey, this is your senior year. This is a summer to live it up. This is your last AU. And then I, I had almost one of the moments. Man, I, I, it, I goes by, it goes by so fast, man. You just blink and these uh, precious little little girls are – young women and it's just uh amazing and 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 definitely tearful yeah yeah it'll strike a couple emotions um good and bad good like oh she's growing up so wonderfully too i will choke every one of you some bitches alive <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i get it man it was just like 11 years ago that this little big head, big Afro boy of mine was born. So I get it. I keep looking up and he's like 11. Right. <laughs> Went by so fast. Yeah. And that means I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, bro. I hear you. Nah, bro. I'm two, I'm two and a half eggs short of 50. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> The crazy part is, I remember I used to be the young one. (laughs) I'd be like, Dad just turned 40. Like, 40. I remember 40. 40. (laughs) That's when I started going to the doctor at 40. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 40 started getting poked in areas I don't really appreciate being poked in. But I'm old, so I guess it's a part of that. Right. We got to be able to get older. So <laughs> this is part of the deal. <laughs> yeah. Now that you now that you mentioned that, like, um, I mean, we had a sad moment the last week and a half. Um, <clears throat> we had um, one of the, or for Eli's basketball team, one of the assistant coaches that was uh, with myself, one of the assistant coaches, um, had a heart attack last Saturday and passed away and we were just at practice on the Wednesday before talking about strategies talking about you know how kids have gotten better talk about these these NBA playoffs and then I get a phone call the next day that hey bro he's not here anymore so yeah man time is valuable each day is valuable you got to look at it I mean not not go crazy, but you got to look at each day as you last. You got to make sure that you don't do things that you can't can't uh, can't get back or can't do over, or you know what I mean. You right. Kind of make sure it definitely, brings you man. back to perspective. Definitely, you definitely want to live each day like it's your last. You want to put forth the the best version of yourself as you can. Uh, definitely tell your loved ones that you love them, and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So let's cheer this thing up, man. Yeah. We got a lot. Yeah. In the dark. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, I didn't know him long, but I liked him. He was a nice right. dude. And then I come to find out, you know, I mean, he moved here from Ohio to clean up uh, this ridiculous Boy Scout um, situation we got here in Indiana. I mean, he was like a 20 year guy, like a guru of the Boy Scouts. And, you know, I mean, I respect a guy like that. So, right. Um, yeah. So. But anyway, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, but first, um, if you guys have paid attention to the new scroll on the bottom of the screen, we have our own personal promo code for uh, uh, state of uh, state of basketball. The we our podcast has our own promo code with uh, mybookie.ag. So if you look along the side, you can see that promo code pop up. 
I'm gonna give it to you now. So if you um if you go to mybookie.ag, uh use this promo code in all caps BWS hoops. So that'd be BWSH O O P S. You get hundred percent sign up bonus and a $25 NBA free play. So once you betting people, once y'all check that out, get that promo code, try to get us some money. It's all about the cash, bro. So um, first thing up, not a whole lot in high school, but we did have some pop up that um, I guess we probably should talk about. There was some um, rule conversations and rule adjustments in the national high school scene, which can filter into the um, each individual state. I know there was a hair rule. You know, you look at that and you see, okay, that's going to affect the ethnicities and you know, the cultural changes, but actually I kind of like it. It's not a thing that prohibits certain hairstyles. It's basically making you keep that shit tied up. You know what I mean? Right. Like, listen, Kendall didn't play, McKendall, but McKenzie plays, and she wears braids, and she's admitted at times that she's used her braids as weapons on the court. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, some of those times that, that the hair whip is a little aggressive. <laughs> so I don't have a problem with that, you know, cleaning up some of the uh, trying to keep the health and safety. You know, I mean, if they don't let you wear necklaces, you know, I mean, maybe they should keep it where you can have to have your hair tied or bundled up a certain way, just like you would an employment. If you go in a restaurant, you can't be on your shoulders. So, yeah. Definitely not a big, uh, don't have a problem with it at all. It is about the safety. And also hair being pulled. Like, I know that happens sometimes. You can sneak it in and block it with your arm and, you know, a little tug or something. So, um, he knows some tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But like, like, like I said, I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, I don't think it goes to anybody ethnicity, ethnicity, but, um, feel like it's all about the safety so i don't have a problem with it at all if indiana ends up adopting it or not i'm good yeah it's good because you know you got some of them and you got to clean that up because it's some of them instances like we've just had recently in florida where you had a kid um that didn't even register for school when they moved down there because the um the dress code said that you could have cornrows or twists or things like that. That is completely attacking someone's culture. You know what I mean? So I understand why they had to clarify the hair changes to let them know that it's not an attack on the cultures uh, or different ethnicities and how they wear their hair traditionally. Um, just we need to learn how to keep it together. There where we not, you know, slapping girls in the face with her or poking eyes out or, you know, pulling hair or something like that. Um, the other high school thing was shot clock. Uh, the National High School Association is is uh, fully adopting um, a, a shot clock, you know, a scenario in high school basketball. But it still goes down to the individual states if they want to adopt a shot clock um, into their high school organizations. Um, I know there are some that do have it now. Uh, reading the article, there are about five more who are proposing to adopt it. But I will tell you, Indiana um, is not one of those states who have yet come to adopt or propose the adoption of the shot clock. Now, they do do it in AAU in high school in certain tournaments. But all in all, in high school basketball, there is no shot clock in here in Indiana. And I think is an absolute crap. Yeah. Travesty. It's a travesty, son. <laughs> but uh, I definitely am, I'm a proponent of the shot clock. Um, it definitely helps the game move along, which is a part of the natural order of the game in the first place. It's constant movement. Uh, I get it. Don't get me wrong. It, it's a strategy once you get up to kind of hold the ball, but at least it'll be for a certain amount of time. You won't be able to have to hold it for like three quarters of a quarter or half a quarter or Something of that nature. It's kind of ridiculous. I feel like the kids are definitely used to it, <clears throat> excuse me, due to the AAU. So it wouldn't be a hard transition at all. Uh, and I, overall, I think it would be a better product coming out of I agree. 
It'll be a better product. I know the two numbers that are flirted around will be the 35 and the 30. Um, what I've seen is 35 and 30 um, on the AAU scene. Um, I would like to go with the 30 because it kind of goes with the college game. You know what I mean? It's not the 24 with the NBA or the WNBA, uh, but the 30 I think it's a good one where you can still run offense. You can still do those type of things to keep movement, but you're not holding down um, the flow of the game. Now, we've seen it in high school. Like, you'll get a 23-24 game real quick because yeah. you got a team, as soon as they get up six points, they're going to go to that four-corner stall. Well, if there's no shot clock, what you going to do? Come out your zone, foul. have to foul, <laughs> have to do all this. And I've, see, I've seen teams do that in the first quarter, bro. Yeah. Go to a stall. and Now, you, gotta, you can run the stall offense because I forgot who does it. Um, I think Gino at UConn runs a stall offense. Uh, uh, Duke does it. Duke uh, men did it. You know what I mean? They hit them four corners. But you know when the shot clock got to about 10, you run into the offense and you're right. going to score or get a foul or whatever. I think that's what you do. Middle school, no way, bro. No way. Let them kids. Hey, still, no they way. still need to learn <laughs> the game to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let them run it out for different purposes. Uh, high school, I think it's ready. I think it's time. Uh, like I said, all the players have played with uh, shot clocks. If they play AAU ball, which at this point I'm not sure any high school basketball players that are not in AAU as well, but I'm sure it's, it's a possibility. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, it's time. So let's do it. Let's go. Yep. But. Indiana being Indiana, man, you know we last to the party. We last like to, to the party. We want to make sure decades of uh, <laughs> things to analyze to make sure we're good with this. Oh, no, we might be first in construction, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I, man, I'll drive down one street one day, and then later that day, it's under construction. Yeah, we are in a constant construction. <laughs> Uh, but you can't fix the damn potholes on, on uh, 79th Street, though. But I don't understand. I mean, how about the – how about – it's time to re-up the potholes. Like, they might have filled it in, but it's time for another, like a touch-up. Like, it's ridiculous out here, man. Like, I feel bad for the people who drive cars like myself. Like, I know it's tough on people who drive SUVs and trucks like the cars, man. Like, dude, I'm going all my out the way. If right. I need to go the first time, I'm going all the way up to Michigan Road. I mean, all the way up to 86th Street and going down. I'm not messing right. with 79th Street. Or messing around this road. You want to drive on the other side of the road. and <laughs> Yes. Just to avoid the the, the constant off-road and on-road. On-road, off-road. That's what it is. Yes. All right, let's uh let's jump into some quick NCAA. Not a whole lot here for either side, but this must be mentioned. Um, Juwan Howard makes it affirmative, clear, no questions, <clears throat> no um, maybe this, maybe that. I am not interested. Will not take. He has turned down the offer. He has turned down the interview. He has turned down every single thing that you can turn down with the Los Angeles Lakers to let us Michigan fans and the rest of the ridiculous people who thought he was leaving in the first place know that Juwan is staying for at least another season. Definitely. Uh, happy to hear from that. But I got a question for you, man. Were you kind of torn for this? Do you, how do no. you feel like he would have fared had he no. went with the situation that the Lakers uh, present? To I, I, I love my Lakers, love Michigan, love Juwan Howard. I don't want to see him put in that situation. It is a lose, lose situation for any coach coming in there. I mean, I, I think the head runner right now is Darvin Ham. I don't want him to have it, but I need him to have that job because there are it opens up so much more for um, if you see us, you can be us type mentality that is uh, taking over in sports. So in all diversities, even if it's not just black with the Hispanics or other cultures, if you see them in the, in, with the women, if you see them in those positions, then you can aspire to be those positions. So I'm just looking for that. But I don't want Jawan Howard to fail. You go to Los Angeles, you're going to fail. That team oh. is not set up for anybody to win. 
and they don't have no moves. They have nothing that they can do. They need like nine teams to make a trade for another team. So I got another question. Do you like, unfortunately in the NFL, you see this, I can't remember the guy that coached the Texans. Uh, well, you don't think if they do go with Darwin Ham, it's not a place filler type situation year or two, then he'll be gone. Do you see him being there long term? Um, I would like to see him there long term, but you know, in this day and age of winning, coaches don't get that type of um leash or leeway, especially if you have minority, you're not getting those same chances. So it's like, um, I mean, I would like for him to be there three plus years where you allow to manipulate the team and help Rob Palinka get the right people in for your system. But you got to come up with something. I mean, you got, you know, I mean, 75% of your roster is what over 30. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're not getting 82 games out of them. You got a lot of relics that you're not getting good play out of. So, hey, nah, I'm not. Mm-mm. No, Juwan, stay where you at, bro. It's not a good move later. This ain't the one. This, this ain't, ain't the, the one. <laughs> like, if they gave it to him when he wanted it, when LeBron first went there, when they all wanted him, when they was talking about the connection with Michigan and Miami Heat, yeah, that would have been good because they not all been able to grow and learn together and work this thing together. But this is a burden ship. And they're trying to find any kind of way to salvage this shit. Nah, you ain't going to bring in Juwan and just ruin his shit. Nah, let you stay in <laughs> Michigan. That, and, you don't want that on your resume. Nah. You don't want that on your LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, one quick thing in college. This is from The Source, Matt. If y'all don't know, The Source is over on Checkers and Wreckers with uh, Tommy Boy. And he's also on Just a Bit Outside, the baseball show on Sunday. So um, he's in Pennsylvania. So, you know, he's going to give us a whole lot of information when it comes with the Eagles and the Pittsburgh and all those things. So um, he said here, this Penn state has got their, um, has lost their coaches going to Rutgers. If you didn't know Vivian, uh, what is it? Stringer or is it Stinger? Stringer. Stringer. Yeah. I know it's Vivian. 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 I'm (laughs) Viv. No, it was Ed Buddy who was. <laughs> but anyway, um, so that's good news for Rutgers. Also, Vivian Strigger, one of the great, uh, one of the best coaches in all of coaching, let alone uh, women's sports. Uh, I think she's one of three coaches with over a thousand wins in college basketball. So, um, awesome job for that. Um, obviously, Dan is checking in, bro. Don't know why. No, I'm just messing with you, D. What up, bro? It's Dan uh, from State Farm. State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Said he's a damn cowboy fan. Uh, we'll ride his ass next week uh, when we jump on uh, uh, Dukes of Football. It's coming back if you guys hadn't hadn't heard the the news. But um, tell him to make sure his owner learns how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got uh. They got issues coming up real quick. They got, hey, if I've never, ever wished for Matty Ice to stay healthy in all of my life. <laughs> oh. I don't know, man. Is, uh, I wonder what Nick the over-under is Nick how many Foles? games he plays. But Nick Foles is who your backup's going to be. Yeah, just a Super Bowl. Got him one ring. I kind of. It's not like he's Trent Dilfer out here, or you know what I'm saying. Ooh, not Trent Dilfer. Well, he's got a ring too. Yeah, he does. I'm still saying he's He's better than him at least. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get back over here to. um, So uh, that takes care of that for them. Didn't you just ask me another question? No, nah, we were good. We, the last one was about Jawan and yeah, Darwin he Ham being a yeah. placeholder. Yeah, Mm-mm. I'm sorry, Darwin. Mm. I like to give him to give it to a Jew, but <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know. They seem to generate a lot of money in their culture. So, 
All right, what does that have going, to do with man? Where anything? Are we going? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I don't either. <laughs> uh, so obviously that means we're going to talk about the women, WNBA, Candace Parker, the queen, um, who obviously knows what she's talking about. So if anybody wants to question her during the NBA season, you're a fool. Uh, Candace Parker is now the oldest WNBA player to record a triple double. Congratulations to She's the queen. Definitely, congratulations. I feel like um, just like the NBA nowadays, the WNBA, the, the players are playing a little longer, taking care of themselves, um, and still producing at a high level. I mean, you got Sue Bird out there. You got Tarazi's getting up there, uh, but they're still, you know, tops of their game. So mm-hmm. um, this doesn't surprise me one bit. Um I feel like it probably won't be the last as well. So uh, just very, um, it just helps the brand of the WNBA. Hey man, Candace Parker, if we look at it, I don't think she gets the mention in that conversation of goatdom that she should. I mean, we talk about, we kind of, we kind of, I mean, it's still arguably, but we've kind of you go all time or like one of the great. Like, where are we? Let's. I I need more clarity on this. No, I'm saying I think her name has to be mentioned in that conversation. Is basically what I'm saying because she's won on every level, dominated in high school, dominated in Tennessee, and she's dominated it in the uh, in international play as well as in the WNBA. All she missed in was the championships. And then when she started to get her championships with L.A. and now Chicago, I think her name needs to be mentioned. And, I mean, look at her. She, I think she's in top ten in points, rebounds. You know what I mean? How can we just keep skipping over Candace as a basketball player? You know what I mean? Just dominant. I mean, think back to the Tennessee years, bro. She was nice. Like, she was a thorn in, in uh, Geno's side. Yeah, definitely. I mean, mean, and Tamika Catches comes from, you know, Candace, or no, it was Tamika, Candace, and then Hose Claw. But, yeah, she was like, but she went. Yeah, she was a little, yeah, a little Ron Ron, a little Ron Ron. Yeah, she did go a little Ron Ron, (laughs) but a Hooper. So, I mean, you know, I'm a fan of Candace, you know, so. Uh, Yeah. See, it was but, a great, like I said, is is uh, as far as her being one of one of the greatest. Okay, I put her there, but I just can't like Cheryl at all. To me, it all begins and ends with Cheryl. You know, you bad when you didn't even get to really put all of yourself, put your resume totally together. Just we had a piece of Cheryl, and to me, she's which, still number which one. Which one, Miller or Swoops? Oh, Miller. Come on. Okay. Okay, I just want we make, just want to make sure that all of America, right. we were all on the same page because a lot of these young cats, they don't understand. You might know Reggie, but Reggie couldn't beat his sister. Nah, nah. <laughs> and and he was open and honest about it. Open and honest about it. Yeah, <laughs> almost to the point that we thought they was the same person. <laughs> I mean, if y'all remember, Cheryl used to call games a couple years ago, but she kind of. She's kind of in the backside now. You don't really see her too much. All right, go look up. If you can find some YouTube, oh, sure, I'll let her know. All right, sure, what? She put up like a hunter yes. in, in high school. Like right. <laughs> like, and then I'm pretty sure she didn't play the second, the fourth quarter. Or no, they had has. Yeah, whatever it was, she didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> the whole game. <laughs> the whole game. Yeah, 100 points. This is wilt shit, but. Yeah, I mean, you got to put her in there. Obviously, she at the top. You got Lisa Leslie. I mean, you got Cynthia Cooper. Cynthia Cooper, Cheryl Swoops. You know what I mean? Cheryl Swoops was the first female to have a signature shoe with Nike. You know what I mean? So there's so much going on. All that. Donna Taurasi still doesn't have a signature shoe with Nike. She wears a version designed for her of the LeBrons. But she didn't have her own signature shoe. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's a lot to say. So, I don't know. I just think it's a it's a nice conversation that don't not a lot of people have. Right. So we might have to have that conversation. Yeah, hey, I was just really just thinking that. Yeah, that'd be a good conversation. <laughs> Bring in some old chicks and have that good conversation. Try to get a twin in here. Ah, yes, that'll be good. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Power, have you peeped out the power rankings for week three yet? Uh, you know what? I had it up and it crashed on me. I know Washington's still number one, if I remember uh, correctly. The no, mm, wasn't Washington? No, they just the aces. They, the aces uh, yeah. just flipped over. I uh, grabbed ESPNs because w, uh, WNBA.com hadn't added up as quick as 1030 this morning. So, but ESPN had their week three up like yesterday. <laughs> so, um, they got the Aces at one, uh, Sun, Connecticut Sun at two, Chicago Sky at three, Mystics four, Storm five, Dallas Wings six, uh, Nas Hillman and the Atlanta Dream, knowing that she ain't the star there, but I just had to say it because she's there. Uh, <laughs> Nas Hillman go blue and the Atlanta Dream at seven. Uh, Liz Cambage and the Sparks at eight. Donna Tarazi and a little tit for tat, little spat on the sideline with uh, Skylar Diggins. Uh, Mercury um, at nine. Lynx at 10. And the Fever dropped one spot. They were 10 last week. They're now 11. Um, the Fever at 11. I like it. Young talent. They're fighting games. They're not winning them. But they're in games enough for them to be like, hey, that's a team we need to start to pay attention to. They're going to win games at some point in time. Yeah, they just got to learn how to put it all together. Uh, they definitely have the talent there. Uh, it's just a matter of putting it together. So as long as they keep it up, uh, try to get the culture there all about winning, uh, everything should follow suit after that. Yeah. Um, shock. It doesn't shock me that Seattle's sitting at five, all because of um, Stewie. Brianna Stewart getting COVID and being in protocol, so she missed like four or five games. So I see once they get back into – she gets back in the, you know, condition and they'll get back on the floor, uh, her and Lloyd will start to get things going and Seattle will start to move back up. Um, I don't really see a whole lot of lot of challenge to the Aces, man. I mean, Asia Wilson is – man, she is a beast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, I mean, I figured the Sparks would be a little better with adding a solid base like Cam Base to all the uh, what is it, the Uncle Bawe sisters. I mm-hmm. so messed their name up, but I don't care. You know what I mean, change it to Anta Takumpo or something. I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that. Because that's that, yeah, that, yeah. Well, you will. The longer they're in the lead, the more prosperous they are. Well, definitely, because when Giannis I mean, came in, it was the first three years, it was the Greek freak, no matter what. Yeah. And then I could say Giannis, and now the whole night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still can't say Oladipo, Omadipo, whatever his name is. I don't want to say his name because it's terrible. <laughs> now, I ain't going to do that to the cat. We'll talk about his trashness. I mean, this uh, basketball excellence later. Uh, So, I mean, nothing really stands out, you know. Uh, with the WBA league, no really controversy, no excitement. I know they're still trying to uh, get Brittany back. They're trying to now put it in as a uh, a political hostage situation type deal. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. There's just so much going on. Uh, I know they did allow her um, house arrest finally, so she's not like just – now she's looking at just – under the Kremlin, the Kremlin or, or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's not out in Siberia anymore. I mean, she's moved a little closer. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, the other thing is uh, a lot of the WNBA coming back from overseas, uh, just playing in general. A lot of that is uh, ending up. So uh, players are getting, you know, how we get to a point where they don't have to go overseas. But unfortunately, we're not at that, that moment in time yet. But, um, yeah, I know a lot of them make- chicks was mad Russell went to war because that took like half yeah. their yearly income. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I think they should have had it in their contract. If Putin does something stupid, I get paid anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but the owners of them teams, I don't know if they can make them. Uh, <laughs> but not, <laughs> make them not now. They ain't got no money. Everybody got their That's what I'm off. saying. You just trading vodka. <laughs> and moose meat. <laughs> hey, 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 woman in vodka. All right, that's not good. All right, let me stop that. All right, uh, anything else for WNBA? 
Nah. Oh, their uh, their what is it? Commanders Cup. The little tournament they have within the games of their schedule that mm-hmm. uh, gives money to some charities and women stuff. Yes, I don't really have a, a exact, so I'll just say women stuff. So that makes it real open. Yeah. Charity and women stuff makes it an open thing, like it can fit <laughs> anything in there. <laughs> All right, so I think it's probably time for a commercial, and then we're going to get into these conference championships, baby. Oh. <sighs> Bro, do you like how I got that to fade out like that? that was, I didn't even notice. That was so accidental. Oh, the transition. <laughs> I was like, man, that's dope. Maybe I'll do that another time. <laughs> no, it was accidental. I don't even know how it happened. I think it was just on its own. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, bless you, uh, allergy man. Yes. Uh, did I have to say something? I think I was supposed to say something here. Oh, yes. I want to tell you about some of our wonderful people. Uh, Elite Performance, where the dreams of elite fitness becomes reality. Check them out. Zach Dyer, 765-499-1005. They got a lot of stuff they go on through in the week. Yoga, stretching, um, a core strength, a lot of this stuff. Check them out on the website. Go see Zach. He'll get you in shape. If you haven't seen Dan lately, the guy looks almost sexy. Check him out. Zach did that. What Dan? So, <laughs> I mean, he almost looked like the Dan I met him. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? We got a little round, but he's he's working on it. So check Zach out. He'll get you there. Uh, let's see who else am I supposed to talk about? I'm supposed to talk about revved up tattoos. If you're ready to get your next ink therapy session or your latest piercing. Why don't you check out our good friends Todd and Katie Durham over at Red Dove Tattoos. Hit them up, 317-537-2667 to schedule your next appointment. Uh, Doc Sports Picks, text all caps, BW Sports to 29022 for your free $60 in picks. Printed memories. If you got some apparel, you know, some stuff that you want printed on a T-shirt, like this upcoming uh, girls' women's high school basketball season with big faces on T-shirts at basketball games, you can always get those things done at a order, a pay per order price. Check them out. Printed memories. Uh, where's our three one seven four nine four zero eight one one? What's popping? Corn snacks, best gourmet popcorn around. Check it out, bare knuckle corn snacks too. What's popping? Corn snacks.com for your popcorn needs. All right, so um, that takes us into the NBA. Um, he went off screen, so I guarantee you he's sneezing. <laughs> NBA news, my guy. So uh, first up. We had the draft. We had the NBA draft lottery last week. Um, I was going to do screens, but I forgot because I was working on recipes for the barbecue this weekend. Absolutely. I would expect to see you there, sir. Uh, (laughs) Domino parties, domino games as well, all going down. Um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Wow. Orlando Magic with the first pick. Uh, the Thunder, second pick, Rockets, Kings, Pistons, Pacers at six, Trailblazers, the uh, the Pelicans via Los Angeles, meaning told you they can't do shit to improve this roster. You ain't even got draft picks to, to bargain. Hey, it was all about getting AD. Yeah, it was. So they got the ring. So this is what you need to deal with. 
with Averett. Uh San Antonio, the Wizards, the Net, I mean the Knicks, one of the biggest disappointments of all of the season last year. Um, then you got again the clip uh the Thunder via Clippers for the Paul George uh trade, Hornets, and Cavaliers. So those are your lottery um draft selection, and the draft is on June 23rd. Can't wait, man. Can't wait. Uh, I feel like there are a lot of a lot of good players in this draft. So um I just hope that everyone in the Pacers organization does their homework and picks uh has a great pick. Yeah, this is this is gonna be one of the deeper uh drafts that we've had in the last uh, few years. Uh, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of upperclassmen in this talent as well, because this this is one of the first, this is one of the true classes that really benefited from all that extra uh, basketball experience when it came to those COVID exemptions. So um, you're going to get a lot of good upperclassmen, solid 23, 24-year-old uh, guys ready to step in and play. And you got a lot of young guys that is absolutely phenomenal. You got uh, the guy Smith out of Auburn. You got uh, what's his name um, uh, out of Duke. Who's probably, I mean, who could, who, who, who could go number one? Him, you know, Smith or Holmgren out of uh, uh, Gonzaga. I mean, and then you can go deeper into the draft where you get your your twins from um, Iowa. You know, those guys in there. You got Ivy. He's going to be a high pick from Purdue. I mean, there's some talent in this draft probably throughout the first round. So um, the Pacers have a great chance to make a, a – a huge franchise move. Um, I've never denied a lot of their picks. I've always denied their decision-making uh, with the others. You know what I mean? The right. others. Like, you're paying the wrong people. You're paying the wrong others. That's what's been the problem with the Pacers. That's why none of those stars stay. So what are you going to do to get this young guy to build around this young guy and keep this young guy here for that second contract? Definitely. You talking about Wasserman out of Duke? Was that his name? Wasserman? No. Uh-uh. No, it starts with a B. He was a freshman. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had one of them old funny haircuts. <laughs> I grew up in the 90s, man. We had funny haircuts, too. Yeah, but not like this. This I had, At least we, we combed and brushed our hair, though. Bro, like, I had That was a part man. of it. Same I head. had a I had a Gumby with a peace sign cut in my head, bro. Yeah, I had the <laughs> ramp. I had the ramp, but at the same time, it was uh, comb the brush. It wasn't just wake up and go. I had that Bobby Brown every every little step, <laughs> every little step, son. <laughs> That's terrible. But um, so um, I'm anxious to see this draft. We got a couple weeks. Um, they just finished the uh, uh, NBA Combine. Haven't really dug into some of that stuff yet, but I'll probably be doing that here in the next couple of days. Um, so we're going to see. You know, we got the draft coming up, so you're going to see a lot of talk, going to see a lot of uh, a lot of workouts, a lot of conversations. So um, obviously, we're going to be here for it, and we're going to let definitely. you know. Definitely, definitely. Uh, let's see. I really don't want to talk about Pat Bev on uh, ESPN just hating on. Everybody, <laughs> I think he's just trying to set up his next career, which talking will definitely be involved. So you think it was a a strategic, a strategic, you know, the word yeah, starts it was with an S. Strategic, and it was yes, planned. that's it. Um, it so you think he's a new? After he's done, he's the new Max Kettleman for Stephen A. Yeah, it's gonna be. I bet it's gonna be him and Draymond. I could see them having a. They can either have dueling shows or be the next uh, Skip and Shannon or something to that effect. I like it. I've, I've been meaning to take Sean up on his his uh, endorsement of Draymond Green's podcast. I hadn't listened to it yet, but I'm going to have to put it in my little rotation. We have so many shows on our network, it's hard for me to keep up with some new stuff. Great plug. Definitely. Great plug, by the 24/7. way. 24-7. <laughs> Great plug. We damn new R, man. <laughs> uh, so let's see. No more him. Steph Curry. Uh, 
uh, follows a long line of previous NBA players before him to finish their uh, college degrees. He went back a couple weeks ago to finish up his, well, he actually graduated a couple years ago, a couple weeks ago uh, with his Bachelor of Arts degree and a major in sociology. So uh, congratulations to Steph Curry and amongst some other NBA players and other sports guys who um, finish their degrees. Don't just go get the money and just forget about it. You know, once the money is gone, the money can leave at any point in time. Once the money is gone, you got something that you can fall back on. So good job for Steph. Definitely, man. Just uh, salute him. He, I know uh, we all try to make promises to our parents, and uh, that's one of the promises he made, and uh, he was able to come through on. Plus, he wanted it on his own, show his kids as well. Uh, that that is something that they can obtain. So uh, just shouts out to him. All right. Western Conference, bro. Yeah. Dallas is down 0-3. Where's Luca? Why ain't Luca smiling no more? Luca used to – this was, hey, NBA, I love this game. And now he's not He's not smiling so much. D, what's, what's, what's the problem? Uh. I just, I think he's smiling. He's just not smiling as often. You know what I mean? I think he's getting a couple giggles in. I know, I know he didn't get a giggle in when uh, Wiggins gave him that giggle. Oh, the dunk, the dunk of the playoffs. The dunk of the playoffs, bro. Dunk of the playoffs. <laughs> then he go try to act like he hit him in the face and go for, hey, bro. He put that arm right underneath your L, your armpit, and and it gave you, gave you what you wanted. Right. All all the smoke. All of all the smoke. The smoke. And I got this little note here. And the first note out here is Wiggins. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's Wiggins. Like Golden State. I mean, and this and this was funny about Golden State. Golden State has not really looked all that great in these playoffs. Offensively, Offensively. yes. Have not really looked all that great. Been down some huge numbers, but always seem to be veteran experience. And they always seem to just, you look up like, damn, man, what they just give up? What? The score is what? Oh, my God. They're up 3-0. They're, they're up 3-2. They're up this. Like, I mean, it's no matter how bad they play, they still always put themselves in a situation to win. And if you look at how bad they play these playoffs, they still look like the best playoff, the best team in the playoffs. I feel like they're a victim of their own success in the, in the point away. Because, yes, they don't look as good offensively as they've had. Not that they're good enough to win. I feel like their defense has always been there. That's kind of been the, the catalyst, the thing that really helped propel them to the 73-win season. And also to the ultimate championships that they won. Defense was a part of it. It was just that the offense just looks more sexier and it looks good that we don't even think about the defense. And I think we put, we're looking at the Warriors from the past offensively and they're just not that. How about this? They set trends. So when they came in shooting threes, it took the league a minute. Then everyone started shooting threes. Well, if you look in these playoffs, They've been doing more mid-range and layups than threes in the past. And now you go against Dallas, and now all they're doing is old-school Golden State, except for they're not making the shots. And it's like not this they round. always <laughs> seem to be just a little step ahead. Yeah, we're going to be three-point shooters. All right, everybody else three-point shooters? All right, now we're going to be two-point shooters. And then when two-point shooters come back, and it's just – the way that they're able to adapt, and that just goes to just how talented – uh, these players are. I agree. I mean, the defensive end <clears throat> has clearly been the staple of the Ghost State season this year because uh, they're undermanned. They've been undersized. I mean, they've had to go through a whole lot of different trials and tribulations throughout the season, but consistently defense has been a part of it. If you go all the way back to the beginning of the season, Golden State, you know, when Steph went on his three-point streaks and all this stuff. You know, everybody was talking about that, but no one was talking about that they was the number two defensive points uh, held and points allowed and all those things at that current point in the season. Nobody was always talking about the sexy part. But when Steph started missing shots, what was keeping them winning games? It was the defensive end anchored by Draymond Green, who, uh, again, like LeBron, you can win MVP every year. 
Jeremiah Green can win defensive player of the year every year, but you just have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then as soon as he gets hurt, Gold State starts losing games. It wasn't because they wasn't scoring points and because they wasn't keeping people from scoring points, and Draymond was out. When Draymond comes back, defense anchors again, and here they go. You got, I mean, you got Steph looking like he plays defense. You actually <laughs> have it looking like Steph plays. Steph plays minimal at best defense, but out here you got. But he tries. I, I see a lot more effort, effort in this effort. defense, yeah. and that's really what it is. Effort. Yes, the the uh, the uh, perception of defense from Steph Curry. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, he's always good at the passing lanes. I mean, yeah. like, if you just sit back there lounging, eventually you're going to get one. But, I mean, he's getting – he's moving off the screen – off uh, off the doubles more. You know what I mean? He's challenging shots. You know what I mean? Hell, he had 10 rebounds uh, the other game. You know what I mean? Steph is doing intangibles that a lot of little guys don't do. You know what I mean? And that filters through. You know what I mean? You got Jordan Poole. Oh, my God, exciting. And you spoke of the defense. You know what I mean? The zone that they're putting on Luca and Andrew Wiggins again. The multiple zones. Because yeah. they, they don't just give you one look. They flipping it up at least two to three possessions. They'll go to something else. Chuck said something the other day. He said, everybody ain't a number one at their number one at their number one pick. You know what I mean? Everybody is not that guy. You know what I mean? He said Wiggins. Wasn't a, well, he's not a guy who can lead a team, but he's a guy who can definitely be a part of a team, and you can see it this season. I mean, he had a, a stretch there that it looked like, okay, here's the Wiggins that we've been seeing in Minnesota. But when these playoffs hit, man, Wiggins is hooping. He's hitting the three at a ridiculous clip. He's going to the rack. I mean, the tip dunk after the Luka dunk. And then you're locking down Luca on defense. You know what I'm right. saying? They're giving you your breaks and your spells, but he's the guy who's really guarding. You know, Luca yeah, ain't really going they, off. Uh, they mirror the they mirror playing time. When Luca goes out, that's when Wiggs go out. When Luca comes back, that's when we like that's how Golden State's been playing it. And even though there are a lot of pick and rolls where they like to, you know, find uh, a lesser defender or a defender that Luca feels like that he can uh, definitely. Uh, have a advantage uh, scoring, uh, then they go to that. Because he has been getting his 40, but I feel like they've been kind of holding everyone else to the most part down. That's which, Golden State's MO on defense. We'll let you do you, but we're not going to let you do you and get everybody else to do them too. We're going right. to let you do you and shut them down. And I mean, and that's what I was talking about with Steph. Like, they're trying to get Steph on that that pick and roll, and he's fighting through it, getting back to his guy. Cash yeah. is showing, getting back, and, and and it's frustrating them. You know what I mean? But they'll let you switch that to Clay. Go right ahead. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And the fact that they were able to do it on the, usually that first game home um, after taking two L's away, just a lot of energy, I feel like, it was zero energy on that uh, game three. Like, none of that, okay, we back home. You know, your, your others is out there putting in work. They used to be in at home. Like, you really didn't see a lot of that. Yeah, where's Powell? Where's Powell? You know what I'm saying? Bronson's the only one. Finney Smith, you're not hitting that jumper. You're throwing up a lot of crap right now. I mean, yeah. I think he misses Hardaway. You know what I mean? I Absolutely. think he would be a, a huge miss, but I mean, Brunson's helping out. Brunson's playing himself into a nice crew, a nice little check coming up yeah. here pretty soon. But where's the others? You know what I mean? Can he get some help? You know, who's up? Uh, hell, I don't even know anybody else that can help. I mean, give him some help. Shit. <laughs> Mark Cuban, stop stop building shit in Bloomington. You know what I mean? <laughs> get Lucas some help. Uh, you think it's over tonight? Man. <laughs> why are you it's thinking big. about it? Why are you thinking about it? Why is every game being a damn blowout in these playoffs, these finals? Hey, um, I hate to say that. 
I hate to say teams are giving in a little like quicker. When they feel like it's not coming back, not having that late game surge. Just go ahead and lay it down in the third quarter. Yeah, or <laughs> just lay it down for the rest of the game. Like we getting smashed. So just screw save it. Save it for the next. Right. I feel like, and I hate to say it, but that's kind of what it looks like. And this, this is also a lot of injuries, a lot of injuries, especially in the East. The East, the East is getting it's like every like game who, is a new lineup. Whoever you, whoever stays healthy is going to win. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's like everybody's getting blown out. Like <laughs> every, every game is. Has any of these games been under ten? Like in either side, like they've all been blowouts. Like record, record deficits. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. How are you down 55 points in the conference? I mean, in anything, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I think it's, I would love to see Luca pull some Don Magic and get them one more game, maybe one more game. That's but what I, was... I don't know. I don't know if they, if, if his others have testicular fortitude to run with him, to pull it off. I don't think he's got enough help. Go to state, their team, they've been there. They're going to step <laughs> on your throat. They're yeah. going to step on your throat. But they are susceptible for a loss, though. Yeah, but they're, they're not going to lose four in a row. Right. Because I feel like even at this um, stage of the tournament, they can lose focus. They yeah. already do a lot of turnovers. So they'll give well, you a lot points. of <laughs> extra possessions they'll give you. Like, so they like so, spotting you. They spot you at least eight to seven. ten possessions. <laughs> so, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So, um, knowing that the Miami, this go stay thinking, knowing that this Miami Boston series is going to go seven, do you think they take a game off, knowing that they can? close it out at home and, and still get those extra days of rest because they're going, or do they want to go ahead and finish it now and play with that layover hangover? I just don't know if it's conscious or not. Like they may subconsciously be feeling that by the effort that we'll see tonight. We'll see. We'll see if they come out ready to close this thing, then no, but, <laughs> they're humans and there is that we've been there right we up yeah. a lot of points and we get to BSing and you know playing around yeah we blow everybody out on Saturday and then lose the first game on Sunday yeah, yeah something shit. like that <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's it's capable I mean it's, it's possible that it can happen it's just you know subconsciously versus consciously what are, what are they going to do Correct. It's easier to play when you know there's really nothing on the line. Understand. Understand. All right, let's switch over. Um, last night we had game – what was that? Game something? Four. It was game, game four. four. It was yeah. game four in Boston uh, between Celtics and Miami. This series is now tied up. Again, another blowout. Jason Tatum showed uh, his little yellow ass um, last night. You know, injuries played an effect. I don't know if it was the Tyler Hero not playing because he hadn't been all that effective the first couple games anyway, or was it the lagging knee swelling of Jimmy Butler um, that was, you know, giving them some hindrance because, you know, he didn't play the second half of game three. Right. And uh, what's his name? Slossman? Slosser? What's the undrafted guard from Miami? Yeah, so, him. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a game either. So I feel like uh can't shoot on it, the road. It's injuries. I feel like injuries plays a big part in it uh for this series more than the other ones because I feel like boys is dropping at an alarming rate. Um and the simple fact that boys are being consistent, you don't have that consistent team. What happened to Bam? Bam gives puts up 20 shots and gives you what 40. And then he's back to five shots. Like, consistency. I mean, is that is that Bam or is that the fact that 
He only gets shots designed for him when Jimmy Butler's not playing. And the other time, he ain't getting them kind of looks. He's got to go get that off the off the the miss. But I got like to, Bam, I some have to some. think that uh, Pat Riley and um, Spolstra Spolstra are smarter than that. I mean, I like to think I, I don't so too. Put it, I don't want to pull it squarely on the coaches. I feel like he can be aggressive. He does touches the ball, and it may be a part of the offense. It may not be designed, but if he's aggressive with it, I don't think no one – Jimmy act like he don't ever want to shoot. I wish I could not shoot and just play defense all day. So it ain't like Jimmy's wanting these buckets. Like, go ahead. Go do it if you can do it. And he proved he could. But then he went back into his shell a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure yeah, if there's injuries think, with think, him either. I think that's a. I think it's a combination of both, but but more percentage toward the design of the offense. Like if it was a point to get Bam the ball, they get Bam the ball. Like and then and then on on the flip side, like I tell McKenzie, you got to demand the ball, like Shaq. Shaq, you're going to give me the ball, or I'm going to come take you and the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to demand the ball. I don't, one, I don't think they look for him enough to me. And then, two, I don't think he demands the ball enough. If you want to be a star, you got to go be a star. You can't wait for them to make you a star. Oh, I need to text her that. <laughs> That's good shit. I mean, write that down. Put that on the board. <laughs> hey, pops of wisdom. Pops of wisdom. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, but, and I'm with you on that. 100% injuries are affecting this one because you got guys in the lineup and then that team wins. You got guys out of the lineup <laughs> and then that team wins. You know what I'm right. saying? It's, so we got three more games to figure out who's going to play and who's not going to play. But can Duncan Robinson get in the game? Please. He was such a pivotal piece in the bubble. I mean, uh, he ain't never played defense. He was a shooter. So why are you looking for him to play defense now? Right. That Shoot. wasn't his role. That wasn't He's his spacer. Role. He's a spacer. He yeah. reads passing lays like Steph Curry, and he spaces the floor. You know what I mean? And eventually and he, he can might funnel. Go right. He can funnel somebody to bam. I'm just going to usher you to bam. That's what you got Bam for. Exactly. You know what I mean? You got P.J. Tucker to play defense, not him, but y'all got him shooting threes in the corner. You know what I mean? Let, man, what do white dudes do in the game? Shoot the ball. Get Shoot the ball to the, the white ball. guy. Give good pump face. <laughs> what I say during the basketball game, don't leave the white guy open in the corner. <laughs> oh, left the white guy open in the corner. Three. Bye-bye. Nice and fundamental <laughs> square release up and down. All that. I told you. You didn't listen. Uh, Boston. You think it's going all seven, man? Boston and uh, Miami? Yeah, I think they can't. They have to. Uh, no one's going to be healed enough. No, yes, to go two in a row. <laughs> it's going seven. So it's basically it comes seven. down. Whoever and wins game five is going to win. Yeah, and I feel like they're going to be so beat up by the time they make it to the finals, whoever it is, they're taking the hell. So basically it's going to come down to home home court advantage and who's got the bigger scruples. Yeah. Who's got the best doctor in the biz right now. It's looking like Jason Tatum, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Tatum and Al Horford with that uh, youth elixir. Right. I, I blame Giannis. Giannis triggered something in that man. And he ain't he been balling ever since. He's been balling ever since. <laughs> hey, can we get a Yadonis Haslam Horford matchup in this in these conference finals at some point time? Why do they keep showing the dollars over here scratching these spots, man? Right. Let's get him on the court, man. Let's see these old dudes go at it. But I think they got Udonis to they have to have somebody that could check Jimmy. And when Jimmy get, you know what I'm saying? I think Udonis is the Jimmy checker. I mean, he could put on a suit and do that. <laughs> but if he needs to go in the game, he could be like, hey, hey. Hell, he got in the game and got teched out the game. Shit. Yeah, that's why he went. He's like, man, I ain't had a tech, and I don't know. Let me get in the books. 
<laughs> Let me get in the books. <clears throat> Foul. Tech. Yay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do I have anything else? Oh, Marker Smart. Defensive guy coming in the league. I, I, I mean, Marcus Smart has kind of earned my little respect offensively and as a true point guard in this league, man. Hey, I'm feeling Marcus Smart. You, I'm having deja vu and help me out with this injury, this latest injury he had with his leg. I hope they don't do him like they did Isaiah Thomas. Because if you think about it, he was balling at his height and he was bringing the Celtics on, played past some injuries. Injuries didn't turn out to be what they thought it would be. And then it went from the top to the top to the bottom. Well, so I had wondering, does that give you any kind of same deal? Not really, because Marcus Smart was is six three. Um six two, somewhere around there. Still a little guy. But but I league. but Isaiah Thomas was five four. <laughs> no, he wasn't no five four, man. <laughs> okay, five two. <laughs> okay. He wasn't hey, he wasn't five, he wasn't close to six foot. <laughs> he wasn't five four. Okay, five six. <laughs> seven. Somewhere right. But he was still a little know. guy that he carried was still, the team. And he played through that injury, and that kind of ended up messing up his career, really, financially. Anyway. Yeah, financially. But Marcus Smart is a different a different type of player. Isaiah Thomas. Well, I'm just talking thrived. about the simple fact that Isaiah Thomas, if you remember those years, he was the Celtics. Like, yeah, he was. The he Celtics was went as far as he went and gave him that confidence. Yeah, he was Celtics. shooting shots, but he also made other players play better than they normally would. And um, they were winning games, were they? They were winning games. Like with he the, was with, with, he was with, um, a vote being MVP that year. With Isaiah Thomas little guy little MVP? Thomas. Yeah, I, I said that. they was talking. I didn't say yeah. I mean no, that's I how good winning. That's how good like, a year he was having. I know he was having a decent year, but I didn't I wouldn't have never considered him MVP and I wouldn't have never consider him the leader of that that was a i think they was trying to put just trying to piece stuff together marcus smart is in a different situation than isaiah thomas was because he's not the main guy on this team you know what i mean he but feels he a, role. A, it's a very significant piece of that team yeah he is but i don't i mean i think he he feels a role and i don't think that they would do him that way you know what I mean? I mean, and Isaiah Thomas, you can speak up for yourself. You didn't have to play. If that if that hip was hurting, everybody else sit down. You can sit your ass down, too. You know what I mean? I'm not going to keep an injured. They didn't keep nobody injured. Kimba stayed injured all the time. Got his ass right on up out of there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was after <laughs> Isaiah, though. That yeah, was after the fact. right on up out of there. But, I mean, it's not like Marcus Smart is a guy who stays on the injured reserve list. Like, he – just start getting hurt these playoffs, but who ain't hurt at this time of the year? You know what I mean? Somebody's got something going on, like something. I don't know. I just, when I saw that and I saw Isaiah come back on the court and play uh, after that, that horrible twist of the ankle, it just reminded me of Isaiah Thomas for some reason, especially with it being Boston. Uh, he was trying to be Willis Reed. Marcus Smart was being Marcus Smart. He's the same way at Oklahoma State. So, right. And so was Isaiah. Isaiah played. Don't forget he played. That was the problem. He continued to play. That was the problem. So let's not take away any heart that uh, Isaiah Thomas had on playing the game. or any yeah, I mean, he's, I just wasn't a fan. I mean, it just That's come fine. down. I wasn't a fan. Not, <laughs> not that great of a fan. Like, ooh, ooh, look, I plays basketball. Yay. Novelty. We've seen this before. <laughs> Nate Robinson two years before you. <laughs> oh no, he's way better than Nate Robinson. Just a category. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have nothing else, sir. All right, neither do I. Uh, you got the one storm, the one storm. <laughs> I the I the storm. Uh, I the storm. Just um. A lot of like I'm recently been working in some retail and seeing very various types of people and 
we 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 gotta hold our tempers a little better. We gotta we gotta do better as a people. Uh, when things don't go our way, how we handle them. Uh, so everyone, just try your best to work on that. Uh, everyone's going through something, and you never know uh, what you say or do might trigger something, and you may not know, and you might think they're a little out of their mind, a little wrong, wrong. Just kind of step back and try to put yourself in uh, another person's shoes because uh, uh, it's getting a little ridiculous, but we need to rein it back in and be more civil uh, to each other. Now, are you talking about a certain demographic of people, or are you talking about God, us, just people as in a general. people as a whole? Just people in general, man. Yeah, Anyone, there's some everyone's got there's some some assholes. issues. There's some yeah. assholes out yeah, there. Yeah, there are assholes out there. Yeah, there's Definitely. a lot of them. I just try to be less asshole as I was yesterday. <laughs> One can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, let's switch over to the one good thing. Uh, the one good thing is, remember what we're celebrating this weekend. This weekend is Memorial Day weekend. Um, it is a time for us to honor those brave men and women who sacrifice their lives um, for whatever reasons that they th chose to sacrifice for our country, our freedoms, um, any of those type of nature. So if you see somebody, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Say thank you. You know, throw them a shout out. You know what I mean? Because not everybody has the testicular fortitude. I love that. Has the testicular fortitude to do what they do. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not that guy. Can't do it. So I applaud and I commend every last single one of you. And that's it. I'm going to cook a whole lot of meat for you men and you women this weekend in your honor. So I salute you. Good deal, good got, deal. <laughs> and then there's the sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> That's just awesome. solidified. That's the yes. solidified. That's the key. <laughs> All right, so um, that's what I got. So uh, there you have it, episode 54 of the State of Basketball, an original BW Sports 1 podcast. Uh, if you want to check any of the um, shows that any of us do with the baseball, football, basketball, wrestling, just hit the website, bwsports.com. Bw you can jump over and see all the old videos on YouTube. If you want to listen to the audio in your car or on the plane, you can check us out on any of your uh, podcast social media platforms. Um, for the big man in the middle, the one, State of Basketball, we are out. Holla. Hit the button. <laughs>